welcome to the CDI podcast. I'm Emily Cooper Yates, project coordinator of the University of Central Arkansas Center for Community and Economic Development. Today, I'm speaking with Drake Smith and Ken Warden of the Fort Smith Regional Alliance. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hey, thank you, Emily. We sure appreciate you guys having us and all the great work the CDI is, is doing and, and stand behind. Absolutely, Emily. Thank you for the opportunity. All right. So March 2021 marked the 10-year anniversary of the Fort Smith Regional Alliance. To start us off, I'd love to hear about how and why the Fort Smith Regional Alliance started. Well, sure. You know, a, a core concept uh, has always been with the Fort Smith Regional Alliance, uh, there are strength in numbers. And so uh, years ago, companies and communities recognized that having a formal alliance of towns in eastern Ar uh, Oklahoma and western Arkansas was necessary uh, to make the region more competitive on a national and even an international level. So over the last 10 years, the founding chairman of the, F of the Fort Smith Regional Alliance, Rob Ratley, worked closely with the, uh, the then Fort Smith Chamber President Paul Harville to bring together leaders from neighboring communities. Uh, and this, uh, this regional alliance concept was spearheaded by the late Maria Halley. And Maria was the helm of the Arkansas Economic Development Commission and led a statewide initiative on the formation of regional alliances across the state of Arkansas. So in order to give both large and small communities equal say, the Fort Smith Regional Alliance gave all member cities two votes. Uh, this decision helped ensure smaller towns would have a voice in a regional matter and not be overshadowed by the larger cities. And now we're in our 10th year when the Fort Smith Regional Alliance has helped shape the way cities recruit businesses and help promote progress across state lines. Uh, Fort Smith Regional Alliance continue these efforts today as leaders look for new ways to drive economic development and improve quality of place for the citizens who live and work in this region. So your organization takes a regional approach to economic development. Can you talk more about the strengths of a regional approach and some of the challenges that come along with that? Sure, I'll, uh, I can address that. Um, so, you know, if you look at Fort Smith, Arkansas, we're a community of about 90,000 or so. But if you get beyond that, you know, the Fort Smith daily workforce is around 200,000. And if you look at the, the region that the Regional Alliance covers, which is basically six counties in Arkansas, two in Eastern Oklahoma, um, it's, it's over 300,000 folks. And, you know, as an MSA, we know that we're stronger than just Fort Smith on its own. And so the regional approach to economic development is one that really supports the larger community. I know in like some urban environments, uh, commuting 20 or 30 miles uh, to conduct your daily business might sound absurd. But in our area, that's very doable. I mean, personally, I commute 36 miles to work every day and it takes me about 33 minutes and I almost drive the speed limit, Emily. But uh, I will say that uh, the amenities of our region, even our rural region, when you combine those, makes our region more attractive and makes us uh, more palatable to uh, one, workforce needs, right, and embracing economic development uh, as a region. Now, we know on Friday nights that our small towns are going to go uh, head to head and really, you know, be kind of mean to each other, not really, but competitive 
on the football field or the basketball court or the soccer field or wherever the case may be, because we all love our rural communities and our mascots. But it, when it comes to economic development, we're better together. Case in point, you may be familiar with uh, Chaffee Crossing here in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Well, I had uh, someone really close to me say, well, why, why are we all promoting Chaffee Crossing? Uh, we need to be promoting, and I'm from Ozark, Franklin County, Arkansas. Why, why, why are we doing that? And this is just one example. The same exists for Fort Smith proper. Uh, uh, the fact of the matter is, for every 100 jobs that comes to Chaffee Crossing or Fort Smith, Arkansas, uh, 10 of those come out of Franklin County. And so jobs in my community are supported by opportunities in other places and a short rural or short commute to a rural environment where you can appreciate uh, the amenities of a lifestyle that, that I enjoy uh, and really also uh, good employment. And so what's good for Poto is good for uh, Ozark, is good for Fort Smith, is good for Boonville, Van Buren, Alma, so on and so forth. So Fort Smith has become a destination for tourists interested in murals and public art. And I've been meaning to go see these murals in public art myself, actually. Uh, can you talk more about the importance of community development for the communities in your region? Well, you know, the, uh, uh, the unexpected is uh, an event that we've had for the last several years that uh, have allowed artists from literally all over the world to come to the River Valley and essentially leave their mark. Uh, this artwork is unique. It's one of a kind and has literally brought worldwide attention to our region. I mean, that's not something that you can just write a check for uh, in order to get publication in Ireland and England and uh, on an international front. This is just uh, one of the events in our region that, uh, that have brought a national and international focus. You know, we have the Peacemaker event, uh, Poto, Oklahoma has their Balloon Fest. Um, Paris has the, uh, the days of, uh, uh, there in the valley, the Christmas lights. And, um, you know, every, every, every little town and every one of our communities have an event that they promote. Lavaca, Arkansas has the Grape Fest. And, so we try to, as a whole, uh, bring these different events uh, to surface from a regional standpoint, um, because like uh, Ken had mentioned, we're better together. Yeah, and so, you know, with just a real short commute, even though it may seem like more miles, the time it takes and the things you're able to enjoy across our region is, is, is wonderful. Like, like Drake said, the Balloon Festival in Poto, uh, the uh, five wineries around the Altus region, Ozark region. Uh, Mount Magazine, the National Forest, whitewater rafting in the Mulberry River, uh, you know, the lakes that are in proximity, the Arkansas River, uh, the logistics that are here through with I-40, I-40 corridor, and the, again, the Arkansas River and, and uh, I-49. So, you know, uh, the, the um, amenities and quality of place as regionally is very strong. And it's really something that none of the communities uh, can do uh, on their own. And it's when we're, again, it's, we're, we're better together. And, you know, being a native of Arkansas, growing up here, um, uh, you know, we're, we're a small state, a few million people. And I just think that the state as a whole, if you look at the different even landscapes that we have 
from timber in southern Arkansas to the mountains of, of, of northern Arkansas and, and what's available across our state. It's just a really a wonderful place and, and embracing that as an economic development tool, uh, regional, regionality, regional concepts in western Arkansas is really what the Fort Smith Regional Alliance was um, you know, born from and continues to do. And it, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's really a blessing to be part of it. You know, and I think Ken hit, <clears throat> hit it on the head, you know, <clears throat> I think the challenge for each uh, community and each alliance, each region um, is how do we maintain and how do we retain or how do we draw um, the brightest and the best? You know, the young, the young people coming out of college and the young people coming out of high school that, that are working, how do you retain those, those people? How do you draw them into your region? And, you know, our culture has changed somewhat. You know, young people want to be able to get on a bike and, and ride 30 miles on a trail. They want to be able to hike or they want to go canoeing or they want to fish or they want to take their family to a picnic. And we are very, very unique in a situation there we have the natural resources that not every uh, uh, region, you can't just cookie cut our natural resources and, and go to some other places that have, uh, that can match our, our resources that the young people and families uh, really, really love and, 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 and like to be in this region and, and be able to raise a family. So true. I totally see all of that myself. And um, that's part of why I also love this state, just like you guys. <laughs> so what does the future of the Fort Smith region look like? Um, well, I, you know what? Um, I think it's bright. You know, when you talk about all the amenities that we have and the other things that we have is a really qualified, highly skilled workforce that you don't find just everywhere. We also have some very strong uh, professionals in e economic and workforce development. Uh, the Fort Smith Chamber of Commerce under Tim, Tim Allen's leadership is really strong in this area. Our other area the chambers that we get help from, Van Buren and all of our smaller ones. But also the, one of the strengths about the Fort Smith Regional Alliance is some communities are represented there by their municipality leads or their mayors. Others have more, more industry uh, connections and, and other things like that, or economic developers or those kind of things that make up a, a group of assets. Uh, one of the strongest, one of the other strong ones are education institutions. You know, uh, UA Fort Smith is committed to this process. Uh, we're standing up in partnership with Fort Smith Public Schools and the, the Guy Fenner Educational Co-op serving 20 schools in Western Arkansas, the new Peak Innovation Center. Uh, that is, you know, approaching, it's between a 20 and $30 million investment. It, you know, there's more announcements coming every, every month or two about more people committing money to this asset and training our young people uh, so that they are uh, ready, better prepared for higher education, but also the workforce immediately after high school. So we've got these education career paths, these, these uh, education and career paths that we're designing on a more robust level uh, that helps all. Drake and I were talking recently about uh, you know, working closely between our educational systems and bringing those ties together with our industry community, because you know what? They need folks. They want folks. And they're more committed to ensuring that individual gets the benefit of the degree attainment, but also is more ready to embrace the world of work. And so we're doubling down on those things in Western Arkansas. And that's what's going to continue to make our community stronger and more um, um, ripe for economic development now and into the future. So I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think the future holds some good things for us.
And I, I, I totally agree with Ken. You know, I think our, our future is very, very bright. <clears throat> and, you know, um, the, 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 the beautiful thing about the Alliance is we get to define what our purpose is based on the needs of the day. Um, certainly, we want as much economic development for every community that we can possibly get. And we can solicit that and, and, and put our name out there. And that's certainly a priority uh, for us. But there are some other tasks at hand that we feel like we can be an intricate part of. And that is matching the workforce uh, with, with the potential jobs and marrying that with the education process of our young people. You know, we've got kids coming out of high school now um, that we would love to be able to have a blueprint for them to say, hey, here's A, B, C, and D. You can work 20 hours, you can, you can take 12 hours of school, um, and here's the, the field that you're interested in, and here is an employer that would love to have you come work side by side by their people. And if we can do that on a large scale, those are the types of accomplishments and obstacles and achievements that we can look back 10 years from now when it's all established and say, hey, uh, we've made a real difference in our region. And, and that, that, that's why we're here. And, you know, I, I want to brag on uh, Drake and the work he does is done with Pinnacle and now with Dobson, you know, focusing on, uh, you know, there's really two goals this year, what we're kind of targeted with Fortress Regional Alliance to kind of try to enhance. Uh, one of those is re rural broadband and uh, the, the, the work Drake is doing in his uh, daily activity, not in his uh, volunteer work. I mean, uh, I don't know. I think the only reason he's staying is because they offered to double our salaries, right, Drake? Which is, yeah. In fact, I think we get two Cokes this year instead yeah. of one that we got last year. But, you know, in all seriousness, you know, that is a real, 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 real uh, need that has to be addressed. You know, particularly we just came off of a, of, of a season that's unprecedented. Uh, more people working from home, more people trying to do their schoolwork from home, and there is a huge, huge void in the availability of um, acceptable broadband and internet speeds in order to be able to accomplish and do your work. And so, um, uh, I know that our, our governor was uh, was was good enough to put in uh, to effect the Arkansas Rural Connect program that has uh, put put money where the 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 the, uh, the, the state government's mouth is saying, hey, uh, we want rural broadband. And that is a classic example of where government and the private sector can come together for um, uh, the good of the public and to fill a void. And of course that void being, um, you know, the lack of, of, of good broadband. So through the Arkansas Rural Connect program, we've been able to build fiber to the door in communities that were severely underserved and we're just really at the tip of the iceberg on that. Yeah. So as we enhance this rural broadband through uh, throughout the Western Arkansas area, you know, the COVID uh, pandemic is just uh, has really mashed the gas pedal on enhancing, you know, speeding up and getting this in place. And uh, I, you know, living rural, I know that broadband is a big deal. But you know, once you've got broadband, uh, the really it opens up the world. And I will say that broadband is to rural America what electricity now, what electricity was in the 40s and 50s. It's just one of those things that you're dependent upon for education purposes, for healthcare purposes, for all those other things, for work, for work, you know, work uh, um, opportunities as well. 
You know, another thing we're working on this year is uh, rural transportation and trying to help uh, uh, our Western Arkansas Planning Development District folks who are doing some really good work and working with national partners under, you know, uh, Sasha, Sasha Greist uh, leads that effort. So I want to give a shout out to her uh, and, and uh, you know, kind of trying to help shore up or anything we can do to support that with our network. And it really, as I said, I mentioned I made a tongue in cheek comment there about uh, the salary and how much they pay us to do this. But uh, I want to tell you what a very competent, capable group of professionals that spend their time working on and dedicated to this regional piece. And what that does for us is enables us to uh, embrace an opportunity when it comes along because we've got the relationships built, we've got the infrastructure established. So if a company thinks that they're trying to make a decision on where they want to locate or they want to build out uh, to, in, to give them confidence in the combined dedication and um, effort that is leveraged, leveraging all these communities to economic development and making our companies more robust so the entire region is more prosperous. And that's really, that's really the whole intent of this thing. There are a few folks I want to shout out to uh, that had a big hand in starting this. Uh, Rob Ratley, uh, who just recently retired from OGE, was was one of the folks out of the gate who really helped set this up. Uh, Fred Williams, who I think he's trying to retire, but maybe they're not letting him some yet. But uh, you know, we're all getting a little ten years later. We're all getting a little long in the tooth, a little more gray hair. And there's others that I could you know go down the list, but those two those two folks really helped a lot. Uh, and another person who's really instrumental in keeping the wheels on the bus in this effort is Miss Janie Simmons with the Vanguard Chamber. What a what an asset Janie is to help this help this group of folks, and uh, it's just really a, like I said, a privilege to be part of it. Well, and I will. Uh, I'll just I'll just kind of jump on that train uh, along with Ken, and um, I'm I'm relatively new uh, to the Fort Smith Regional Alliance, as uh, I think this is my uh, going on going on my fifth year. Um, but I've, I've been so impressed with the uh, professionalism of the, the group that, that makes up the Fort Smith Regional Alliance, as well as a, a, a complete selfless uh, motivation for the greater good of the, of the region. And, uh, and, and these guys are, are in it 100% and their heart is good. And, uh, and, and I, I'm really, really, really uh, proud to be a part of such a great organization. That is awesome to hear. And um, you guys are doing so much work. And, um, you know, you said the future is bright. And I absolutely can see that um, just even in your description of all the projects that you'll have going on. So that's really awesome. And, um, you know, Drake and Ken, thank you guys so much for being part of the podcast today. We appreciate um, our partnership with the Fort Smith Regional Alliance, and we look forward to seeing some of our Fort Smith Regional Alliance scholarship recipients at CDI 2021. Well, you know, we, uh, we, we give scholarships to CDI because we believe in the great work it does. I mean, the work that CDI has done, it's really a game changer for the state of Arkansas and brings us some national attention to focusing on helping our communities become better and more attractive to, to opportunities. So uh, appreciate you and CDI. Uh, thank you so much for the opportunity to speak today. Likewise, thank you for the opportunity to, uh, uh, to shout from the mountaintops and, and certainly uh, what, what, what a proud partnership we have together. And, and uh, I just think the, uh, to, to harp on what, what Ken said, the, the future looks very, very bright.
On upcoming episodes of the CDI podcast, we will feature CDI graduates and participants, community partners, and community and economic development experts from across Arkansas and the Mid-South. We hope you join us again next week on the CDI podcast.